Some an awkward intro then. Awkward. Yeah. Awkward oh. intro. Just awkward enough. Yeah. I it's feel always like... it tickles a little. <laughs> My lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, getting through another year, I guess. Another year. <laughs> what a year it was. Uh, Dude. We say this like at the end of the year last few years. Ah, a piece of shit. I, I, I love the disappointment in Paul's voice of getting through the year, too. I was Another really one. hoping to be dead by then. Another one, uh, God <laughs> dang. <laughs> you can't die. We got episodes to do. Yeah, I know. We still we have so many to. categories to cover. It's you New Year. You mean bitch. we got to do another one of these things? <laughs> <laughs> it took us forever to get through the best unique or artistic picture. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Right. Trav, Trav does not have the time to edit together clips of your voice to produce future episodes. <laughs> hey, the way AI starting though. Mm-hmm. I could chat GPT we'll that now. <laughs> yeah, I was just we'll just do that thing that uh that they're doing with James Earl Jones for Darth Vader's voice. Right. <laughs> <sighs> just just remember to have the dumbest opinions possible ready for me. Very well, sincere and sometimes unexpected. Probably the best awkward intro. To the name that you know we've had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, where are we going with this one? Capitalize uh, on oh, your body. Dark. You just want to talk about some movies? Yeah, let's talk about some movies. Hello, you beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Ward. I'm Jonathan Pierce. I'm Zach McCoy. And it is your boy, Trav. <laughs> we are that, that's AI Trav right there. <laughs> there we go. Welcome back to the Oscars podcast show. Where we just usually discuss Oscar winners throughout history and try to determine where the Academy went wrong, if they went wrong. But what are we doing instead this week, Zach? This week, we're going to look back at 2022 in our recap episode and what? Yeah, do yeah. some top fives or something? Yeah, I top could, five sound good. I got top ten. Oh, well, then I guess I got a bottom five as well. <laughs> <laughs> I I also have one of those. Uh, so everybody, everybody, get get some good movies in this year. I, I, I got a couple. Got a couple. You, you know, couple. I think one really good. One so hard to call really good. I don't know what to call it. And then the rest, yeah, okay. I've got a really solid four that I was happy with. Um, as we're recording, it's about to be my winter break, and this is the time of year where I catch up on a lot of stuff I miss. So I'll nice. be able to fill that in maybe when we come back and you know, as the Oscars approach. But responsibilities are no excuse around here. So. <laughs> ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, yeah, I've slowed down in the past few months since uh, starting my job at FedEx, and I've only hit about 120 movies this year. So hmm. What a fucking casual. I know. I'm so disappointed in myself. It's about a hundred more than me. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, I guess with that, we can break into some top fives. Who would like to start? I'll start. Okay. <laughs> with my number five for the year, Chip and Dale. Nice. nice. Oh, very yeah. nice. I have that 
Oh, I need to stop scrolling. This is too much. Uh, I have that my number 47. 47, really? Yeah. Dang, I thought I, it was going Well, actually, if you higher. think about it, 47 out of 120. Then it's top half? It's in my is top it? half. Yeah, it's, it's top half. I mean, I gave it four stars. I yeah. think this is a fun movie. That puts Go on. you at basically your number five. Exactly. <laughs> this is true. No, um, a movie that I was, I mean, it's literally just a movie about nostalgia for mm-hmm. our generation, and it didn't try to hide it, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I don't think it's like empty nostalgia either. Like there's, no. there's points to what they were trying to do. And yep. I, it was a little bit more than member berries, but the member berries were a plenty. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even though I do think John Mulaney was not that good in this film, I just his voice is so dull that I don't think he makes a good voice actor. Like I like John Mulaney, but a lot of it is in his expressions on how he does stuff. I don't think it comes across just in an audio. Is hmm. is what I'm that's, talking about. I, that's, that's not unfair. Yeah, but a lot of great cameos though. A lot yeah. of great cameos, dude. I mean, Word anytime up. Will Arnett shows up. I'm I'm in. Yeah, the, the those Lonely Island guys, they're good at oh, yeah. Yeah. getting people in. Indeed. Well, I still need to see it, so. <laughs> you should watch it. Check it out. Check it out yeah, with kids. It's a good time. Yeah, it's one of those movies you can sit with your kids and be like, I remember when that happened. And I remember when that was a thing. Yeah, my kids were not interested in this movie. <laughs> and then though. there's also uh, a my character that I think your boys would absolutely fucking love, Zach. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, that was pretty yeah. much the only yeah, you cool thing about? that yep. Zoe. Yep. Okay. That's the only cool thing that Zoe found about the movie, where she was just like, oh, "What's going on here?" Because you know, it's just a thing to her. It's yeah. not. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, who else has got a number five for the year? I, I guess technically we got Skip Zach, right? No, I I, I have five. I said he I re- has five. Then there you go. He he just said he he only likes four of the movies. Oh, he, he only likes. They, well, all, okay. they all got three and a half stars, and they're his top four <laughs> movies. <laughs> My um, I'll start by saying you know there's a lot that I want to see. I want to see Tar, mm-hmm. Chives Out, Women Talking, Decision Leave. Those are things that are like on my plate. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number five I like, but um, not quite as much as my other four. So my number five, I'll give you a clue with the the screen here. What happened to my screen? Oh, his screen is turned red. Oh, oh. yes, it's turning red. That's uh, that's my that's my number seven. Wow, nice. nice. My brain went to Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen Pearl yet, though it looked very promising and exciting. No, it's incredible. <laughs> but yeah, um, turning red. I is the first time I watch it. It's like yeah, it's fine, good. But it's one of those ones that like the more you watch it, it grows on you, and the songs get in your head. Mm-hmm. And I, I I really enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. I think that's my problem with it right now. So I've only seen it once. So I, yeah. I, I, I'm very, like, I enjoyed it. I really did. I just, I'm kind of mad on it a little bit. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be rewatching it when it gets nominated for Best Animated Feature in January. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think I'm at that point, too. I got to see it again to really love it. Like, I, I really, really liked it. Well, and... Banks not bringing up the fucking boy and band every two goddamn minutes. <laughs> that and also the fact that the problem I've had with a lot of these Disney movies is there's just no villains anymore. Oh, we talked about I, this on our podcast. Is, I love that they've, they've just, 
Every movie is about family trauma, and it's like, okay, these are things that need to be tackled, but not five films in a row. Let's kind of come up with some new concepts. I mean, I'll I'll say that I don't mind them. I like that. I like that we're we're teaching children that it's okay to not be okay with everything your parents do, but that they're that your parents are doing those things out of love. And the fact that we're not just looking at it from one perspective, we're looking at it from multiple perspectives. And I think Banks is wrong. We don't need a villain all the time. I'll say that's to me, that's what makes Moana. One of the best Disney movies is you they're tackling family trauma. Wow. There's also an actual villain. And well, at least you think there's an actual villain up until the end when they pull the, the okie doke switch, but they're fighting towards something, you know what I mean? So it gives you both coins, and well, I, mean, I like that. And and there's been some okie doke switches and other things too, but I, again, I like that they're tackling it from different perspectives. Like, it isn't just, hey, here's one kind of family trauma. It's, hey, family trauma comes in all shapes and sizes. Ethnicities and genders. Yeah, and and it doesn't always look the same. It looks completely different, and uh, uh, I, I think that's wonderful. I think it's cool that it's all they've they've all happened pretty close to each other. If it goes on for like two or three more years, then it kind of becomes like, all right, now everybody's doing it, kind of a trend or or whatever. But you know what we've had is good. Yeah, but it it is good to also have an iconic kind of villain. Yeah, and know. and varied storytelling is appreciated. But I yeah. I I really like what they've done so far. And again, I, I like that. You know, this is this is the uh, the Chinese Canadian version of right family trauma, mm-hmm. and not the Colombian version like we got in Encanto. And it's oh. not you know it, so yeah. on and so forth. I just want to know when when they're going to kill Grandma. Like know. you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That bitch fucked know. up the family. Let's let's all kill her. They should they should eat her as well. That yes. Means. Let's eat oh. Grandma. Let's eat Jesus. Grandma. <laughs> let's eat Jesus. Yeah. I I think Christians do that every Sunday at communion. Here is my body. <laughs> so is, all right. Uh, so it's my turn, right? Fine. Yes. Yeah. yeah sure. um, Go ahead. <laughs> okay, and I want to preface this by saying that because it's this kind of movie i have to give it five stars but sitting at my number five and my bottom of the five star list is paul's favorite movie of the year the batman the batman i will say this about the batman i did enjoy it a lot more than paul i think when i saw it in theaters but not enough for me to have watched it again this year I watched it twice in theaters, and that was two two times too many. I have it at my number 80. I have attempted to watch it twice and have fallen asleep both times. That again, not to the credit of the movie at all. It was literally me just laying on my couch going, I need to watch this, and then waking up going, fuck, I was tired. Yeah. No, I do think it's a movie that you need to be alert. Alert! Yes. There's some movies I haven't watched this year because... I'm like, okay, I need to prepare myself for a movie that long. Yeah. You've always been exhausted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You need to be alert for this film because it's 70 hours long and <laughs> it thinks it's smarter than it actually is. You and Tom White going back and forth all the time is the best. 
It you is. still have five stars on Letterboxd. Is that just you have to rate Batman movies five stars, Paul? Yes, but if you go look at if you go look at my list, it's three stars and it's down at number eighty. Oh. The Batman Batman movies being five stars is just a running joke for me. Like, okay. there's probably only three actual five star Batman movies. What a revelation! I had no idea this was not a sincere statement. Uh, so there's uh, 1966 Batman, Batman and Robin. And uh, Batman, uh, oh, see, this is mystery where... <laughs> of the Batwoman. Those are the three. It's like I can't take, can't take Paul serious sometimes. I know this guy plays with my mind so much. <laughs> I never know if something's sincere or not. The issue, see, he's the Riddler, and that's why he didn't like oh, the movie because he is. He's the Riddler for sure. Oh my! Here's my stack of Batman movies. That is a so. sexy stack. Just. Thick, real thick, (laughs) real thick. Like I'm thick. No, it's like it's about seriously. There's I I probably would actually rank five of the Batman movies five stars. Cool. The Batman is the worst live action Batman movie. That is that's a statement. That is a statement for sure. Just just like the definitive one. Two minutes ago, he just said Batman and Robin's a five star fucking masterpiece. Batman and Robin is a masterpiece. Probably not five stars, but it's a brilliant film. <laughs> Trash your piece. Speaking of five, Paul, what's your number five? <laughs> uh, my number five for the year right now is, and, and I'm with Zach. I haven't seen a couple, uh, quite a few of the things I want to see, and it's December 19th, and we live in Newport News, so we still haven't gotten uh, a lot of things that I'm interested in seeing. Uh, I, I really need to get on Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I need to see decision to leave. Uh, but my number five, I did get to go see in the movie theater and it is the Banshees of Inishirin. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is my number one have to watch before yeah, the end of the year. Especially since we just turned you on to Martin McDonough and yeah. you saw seven psychopaths and in Bruges. Yeah. Yeah. You got to check Ooh. this film out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is weird and dark and really funny what it go on no sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you i was just gonna say what a year for colin farrell between the batman this and uh after yang yeah never take that guy seriously (laughs) never not since he did that that, i found out about the herpes thing over here yeah exactly (laughs) like it's Ever since that, that girl that called in and she was so happy that he gave her her piece. Like, yeah, and it, that was probably better than being in the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I, I I promise at the after after award season's over, I'm going to start ragging. Stop ragging on that movie. <laughs> yeah, it didn't get any Golden Globe nominations, did it? I can't remember. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think, think so. it got. Any, I don't think it got any Globe nominations, and it got a couple of below the line uh, Critics' Choice nominations. So. We'll see how the SAG Awards treat it, and we'll then we'll see how the Oscars treat it. It's not, I will say, it's not Matt Reeves' best movie. Oh, no. I mean, it's no, not no. his worst movie, but it's not his best movie, neither. Uh, I can't think of his entire filmography, so I know it's not his best movie. But. Well, the American version of uh, Let Me In um, exists, so... Uh, that's or a, whatever that's a solid remake. It's okay. It's literally the it's, same movie. It's, it's yeah, it's hard for, it's hard for remakes to be like great especially when they're remakes of foreign films that came out like three years ago yeah 
Uh, but yeah, check out Banshees of Inner Sheeran as fast as you can, because there is one scene in that movie where I couldn't stop laughing through the rest of the movie <laughs> nice. and laugh throughout the entire credits. Uh, it's nice. on the Maxis. Zach, Zach just watched it, right? Withholding comment. Okay. He's withholding comments, so we'll get we'll get back to that. So with that, Jonathan, what's your number four? Number four is Thor at four. Thor Love and Thunder. Thor four. Uh, four four. Thor. Yeah. And the more I think about the movie, the more I like it. It's one of those like I came out of the theater almost seething, where I was like, fuck that was kind of bad, wasn't it? And then I just kept thinking about it, going, you know what? Maybe it wasn't that bad. And I've still only seen it once. I, I've seen it one and a half times because I, I when <laughs> it came on Disney Plus, Leanne was watching it and I came home while she was watching it or something. Anyway, I got it at my number 49. So, okay. Yeah, I, I just, uh, those fucking goats. Those goats are hilarious. Yeah, it, probably the it, best thing about the I, film. I, well, see, that's, I think they're the smartest part of the film because you literally look at these characters like this is going to get old. I know they're going to beat this fucking joke to the ground and they do. And it never stops being great. It's just proof that comedy is 90% timing. Yeah. So I, I almost fucking goats. I think my favorite part of the film is the ending when he imbues all the kids with the power of Thor. Yes. I <laughs> lost my fucking mind. <laughs> the fucking bunny rabbit. <laughs> Amazing. Great. So. Absolute gorgeousness. Yeah. That's my number four. Zach. What smarter thing is your number four? <laughs> Am I at number four? Number four. <laughs> Here's a clue. What's my screen? It's oh. turning red. Is it Pearl again? <laughs> it's uh, the much discussed The Batman. Because <laughs> it's just like black and red. Or the only color. I really do enough. need to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> I have no opinion on that film. This is, this <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, of course, I made myself look a fool six months ago when I was like, oh, yes, it's just what I wanted with a gritty detective Batman movie. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, when I sat down, it was exactly what my ex- expectations were going into it. It is a little long and they could have done better with the Riddler. But overall, I like it and I, I'm interested to see what comes next. Um, I like the look of it. I like the score. I like Oh, Giacchino's score is phenomenal. Oh, for sure. Yeah, sure. Has Gunn said he's going to do anything with Batman yet? or uh, He well, hasn't really said what he is going to do, except that um, Blue Beetle is going to be the start of the new right. ECU. Yeah. And just, great. just for reference to that, though, remember, this Batman was never part of the DC yeah, universe. No, 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 so no, no. no I it's knew that. not even something I think James Gunn is touching. As far as what Matt Reeves is trying to do in his little Batman universe thing. Yeah. We're, uh, we're still greenlit on this penguin show next year, you know? So Yeah. I, I think it I think it should stay separate. I don't think it should touch Gunn's universe at all. Yep. I'm cool uh, with that. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm still sad about Blue Beetle though. Yeah. Oh and I'm dude. You're sad about Blue Beetle? I've always said Alan Tudyk would have made the perfect Blue Beetle. No, I'm all well, for he would be a great and, Ted Cord. I'm all yeah. for the Cobra Kai kid. I'm, I'm no, a, I get I'm, it. I just, I've always, okay. yeah. No, I just, I've always had head cannon of Alan Tudyk as Blue Beetle and Nathan Fillion as Booster Gold. It's just something I've always had in head cannon, and I just know yeah. it's not going to happen. And 
It makes uh, me sad. Honestly, you're speaking like a true DC fan anyway, so you, it's quite it's right on the par for DC fans. And honestly, for that casting, I, I think we're about 15 years too late. Yeah, I know, and that's why I'm sad. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but I'm oh, with Zach. Man, I, look at my life. I, I think I think I'm interested <laughs> to see where the Batman goes. Uh, hopefully, they come up with a two-hour movie next time. Yeah, and hopefully they don't just uh, pull the plot from Batman Returns and steal the Joker from Nolan's film this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope if they steal from Batman, they steal Paul Rubin yeah. as Penguin's dad again. He was in Gotham. Was he in Gotham as Penguin's I dad? Never, oh, I never finished that show. So yeah, now I need to go and watch that now. Yeah, nice. <laughs> did Trav give his four, or did we skip him? No, no, no. He was. No, after it's my you. turn now. Yeah, it's it, his it turn was. Now. Okay, it's going Jonathan. You, Trav, me. Okay, I don't. I don't know why I let myself go last again. I, because well, I you forced you to last. I, yeah, I literally no. cut myself in and was like, "I'm not going last. I'm <laughs> <Nope>. jumping." <laughs> we we forced Paul as last every time. He's still the Just, king of the podcast. Yeah, oh. that's true. I am king of the podcast. Where yeah. that could change here in the next couple months. We'll see. Well, Trav, what is your number four? Yeah, uh, something I should have said before I even started my top five was just like some of y'all. There's some on my list that I haven't gotten to see. I still haven't seen Tar, um, The Whale, um, After Sun. Um, oh, I want to see After Sun so bad. There's there's a couple more in there that I can't really think of off the top top of my head. Babylon's still coming out this month, so technically that'll be another 2022 release. Yeah, so for my number four, it's Nope by Jordan Peele. Um, oh, hell yeah. That's, uh, that's my number 13 right now. I don't know if this is my favorite jordan peele movie but this might be my favorite jordan peele movie i don't all three movies are so different that it's hard for me to say i always switch between which one's my favorite and right now i'm just riding that nope wave this movie was absolutely phenomenal so it's good. so good it is beautiful it is filled to the brim with everything <laughs> Yeah, literally everything. Like Jordan Peele's throwing everything at the wall, and I like everything. And Kiki Palmer's a fucking star. Fuck, yeah, right? Guy. Like, yeah. she's been around for so long, and it's nice that she's finally getting some shine. Like, mm-hmm. god damn, she's so good in this film. And Kaluuya's excellent. Uh, of course, the best part of the movie is Keith David. <laughs> so good. Of course, uh, yeah. I will say my favorite scene, I think, is... Hold on. Zach and Jonathan, have you seen no, this yes or no? I have not. I've not I'll keep the scene away because this scene is so incredible. I don't want you to know anything about this scene okay. until the scene happens. The camera right. work is absolutely phenomenal and you don't know how it's going to end. It's just so fucking... Jordan Peele is legitimately a fucking mastermind on how to film cinema for this new generation of filmmakers like he's yeah, the he, top dog i i can't think of a new filmmaker that's better than him all all around the board yeah and, nice. and the fact that and the fact that this film shows off a lot of his spielbergian influence mm-hmm. and he's taken all the right lessons from spielberg is phenomenal how fucking talented are key and peel like to go from this comedy duo show on Comedy Central slash they were on Mad TV to Jordan Peele is a top 
film director and Keegan Michael Key. (laughs) Dude, Keegan Michael Key might be the most talented dude in Hollywood right now. He can sing. He's funny. He can be serious. He's great on talk shows. He's great in interviews. What can't that guy do? It's just incredible. He is just a bundle of charm and personality. And I mean, I got. I got Nope at my number thirteen. I got Wendell and Wild at my number ten. So I'm mm. I got I got Key and Peel very well represented in the top twenty. Nice. At this point I've only seen Get Out, so I need to catch, you know, us and Nope. Yeah, they're both phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All right, Paul. What's your number four? Well, my number four, since Alan Tudyk was brought up, I'm gonna say this in a way that I think he'd appreciate. Tar. Nice. <laughs> I can't wait to see this movie. Even just the film poster of you know, her doing this whole thing. I fucking, I'm like, this bitch is so fucking intense just in this poster. That film is intense. And <laughs> in a million years, if if I had you watch the first two hours of this movie and said, tell me the last scene, yeah, you'd, you'd <laughs> never guess it. Oh, that's awesome. That just gets me more Ooh, excited. Yeah. Like, and and it's not like some twist ending either. It's right. just such a wild way to end in this movie, and it's probably the most brilliant way to end it too. And it, it's just oh yeah, it's intense. This it, it's a lot of talking, but Todd Field does such a good job shooting it, and such mm-hmm. a good job keeping you interested in everything that's going on. Like it never drags, and I think it's like two and a half hours. So the fact that it's two and a half hours and like three things happen in it. It's, it's incredible. Mm. And Blanchett, Blanchett, she's just on another level. Like, yeah, there, if it wasn't for another actress, I'll be talking about in a little bit. She, she'd be my lock for best actress. Mm-hmm. Cause she's so good in this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd like to see her grab another statue, especially for lead. Cause her, the one she has is for supporting. Not that that's like a lesser Oscar, but the fact that she, she does it all and only has one right now is yeah. beyond confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Love this film. Excellent. Jonathan. Yeah. I believe we're at your number three. Uh, we are. Uh, my number three is Black Panther. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wakanda forever. That's my, uh, that's my number three. Marvel films right. back to back. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a lot of movies this year, so... <laughs> Uh, um in fact i saw of the 10 movies that i can recall three of them are marvel films very nice yeah that's uh, that's my number 35 no it's just fucking angela bassett is everything this just she's going to get the fucking um if she doesn't i don't don't even know who the front runner is if she doesn't get it yeah it's hers to lose i guess yeah pretty much uh I mean, I have problems with the film and it's really all on Suri. I, I, I just, she just too, I don't like whining and she was just nothing but whiny. But other than that, I loved everything else about this movie. It, it, it had a focus on the fact that yes, we lost a really great fucking actor and they did it with so much fucking respect and they didn't drive it in too much. Mm-hmm. They introduced basically the next generation in a really well done way. And I, with a villain that was definitely, you know, the villain 
without needing to be the bad guy. Yeah. So I, I just, it was a goddamn great movie. It was long yeah. though. Well, it that's was, Marvel's new MO in this. Uh, yeah. It's, it was a bit too long, but it, I still enjoyed could, every bit of it. Yeah. It could have been tightened up. Uh, okay. and the fact that they, that they made a movie this good with the circumstances that they were forced to make it mm-hmm. is honest, commendable. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the biggest problem I have with it, though, is just nowhere near enough Baku. That is no, no, the not. best Marvel character in all of the DCU or the MCU. <laughs> wow, DCU. Yes, <laughs> yes, Baku is also the best in the DCU. That's so. that's probably true if uh, Shazam didn't exist. Ooh, good call. <laughs> so yeah, Zach, what's your number three, sir? My number three is. The Fablemans. Mm. Steven Spielberg. Oh. It's, yeah, I was uh, talking to Paul a little bit off uh, air, just about, you know, when you get Yamush and Spielberg together and they're just filming stuff and making stuff, It nobody really makes movies that look like theirs. Um, no, not even. Not even a little bit. <laughs> they're beautiful. They're cinematic. They're like, when I think about a movie, I sit down. Spielberg is what I think of. You know, he may not always be my, like if I have a top list of directors, he might not be my favorite because he has some movies that I don't love as much as maybe someone like Scorsese or something. But um, he makes the hell out of a movie. And everything in this movie is great. The um, I didn't realize how really true to life it was until I was reading about it afterwards. And I, I respect that even more. You know, he had the full capability of fictionalizing a bunch of stuff and making stuff up, but he didn't need to. He just leans into the truth and he tells the story and he tells his story. There's a little bit of schmaltz and, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, it tells you maybe how to feel the musical cues or something. And that's what keeps it from being even higher on my top five. But yeah, but the, but he knows how to do it though. Yeah. He he knows how to do it. And, and, I will say for the last shot, mm-hmm. the last shot of this movie specifically yes. kind of informs to me that that is all very intentional. He yeah. wants this movie to feel like a movie. That's a good point. Yeah. I, but this, the whole last five, 10 minutes of this movie were phenomenal. And I'm not going to say anything more about it because it's still really new, <laughs> but just the cameo appearance and the stuff that happens with that. And then that last shot, like you mentioned, I was, <laughs> you mentioned laughing into the credits for the other film. I was not like belly laughing, but I was just like hugging myself and chuckling. It's like, what a good movie and what a funny way to end it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, me and Joe went and saw this. There was only two other people in the theater with us, an older couple. Mm. And when from the cameo of this movie, I think we were like hooting and hollering. Like it was a stage play. Like it was <laughs> nice. ridiculous. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, <clears throat> I really love this movie. I got it at my 14 spot. I think Spielberg is the most important director in all of cinema. Spielberg's the goat. Yeah. It, it, like you can't 1000% the goat. He Spielberg is Tom Brady, like in the same sense where you don't have to fucking like him. You just have to respect him. I fucking hate Tom Brady. He's the goat. Spielberg is the goat. Like I mean, fight that. <laughs> Spielberg essentially has changed cinema. For, Yes, time and time again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yep. then when you think when you think you have a beat on what Spielberg's about, he'll just go ahead and show you something different. 
Mm-hmm. And this time, this time, I think Spielberg's kind of dug into his his bag and is like, "Hey, I'm I'm going to pull out a lot of the greatest hits on this one." But just so you know, this film's still a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, and it was cool to see Paul Dano in this new. Yeah, I'm glad he got. For a me personally, year. I've never seen Paul Dano play this kind of character, so it was refreshing for me. I don't know how I feel about Seth Rogen. Um, I like <laughs> Seth Rogen in this film. I don't. So much. I don't know if he's good or not. To be honest with you, <laughs> like, he, he. Oh, he is. The, I feel like it's just one, him. Like there's there's that one scene where he runs into Sammy Fableman in the camera shop. Yeah. That I think he is. He is acting on a level he's never been. At is before. he acting or is he just it, always that awkward? Because he, <laughs> he no, he, no, no. he's good, but no, I'm his, just being facetious. I, I just unfortunately his follows him and that that's like that's his only detriment like when he laughs at the table all i can hear is are the memes of his laugh or something that's not his fault <laughs> and, but and i think i think spielberg has used him effectively as as seth rogan where where you know he's this this goofy kind of endearing person to this family and seth rogan is just that like amount of every guy awkward that you would you would kind of see how this family has grown up with him and come to love him in that way. I think he mm-hmm. uses Seth Rogen as a personality yeah. to this film's advantage. Yeah. 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 This form, this film is beautiful. Uh, it's great. It's great. All right. Well, Paul, what's your number three? Did we get Trav's number traps? three? <laughs> oh, you know, no, we didn't. Well, I You're thought right. that was Trav's for a second. No, he said no, he had exactly. 14. No, we haven't he got the that's right. All right. Well, Trav, what's your number three? Some controversy revolving around this number three. And I don't Ooh. care what anybody says. This movie that I'm about to say, whether you think it's good or not, is irrelevant. This movie single-handedly, single-handedly saved movie theaters. It's and, Morbin time. And yes. no, that's Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. It's Top Gun Maverick, dude. <laughs> Tom Cruise, people can... I know it doesn't matter what your opinion is on people coming out and saying movie stars don't exist anymore. Marvel killed movie stars. Tom Cruise is the fucking movie stars of all movie stars. Yeah. He's a wild madman. And if anybody (laughs) went to Top Gun when it first came out, they showed like this fucking thank you video from tom cruise where he's skydiving on the biplane and then at the end of him thanking everybody while he's skydiving he's like fucking see ya and he like jumps off the other thing that's falling with him and does like somersaults and tricks and he just parachutes (laughs) away and i'm like if that isn't the most fucking tom cruise thing to fucking do ever i don't know what is tom cruise might be my favorite human being ever on this man is crazy and wild and a madman, and I could never align with this man's wild ass beliefs as a human being. But I cannot fucking wait for this new Mission Impossible. Yeah. I am so ready. <laughs> Tom Cruise is I again. He's just a he's wild man and always entertaining, bro. Yeah, you had a full theater of men crying during this film. Like this film was so good. I cried. My dad cried. The guy next to me cried. Um, and then we cheered and we yelled and we got excited when fucking danger zone played again. This movie is awesome. The first movie means a lot to me as a child. It was a big deal 
for me. I always wanted to be a Tomcat pilot when I was a child growing up. And that first Top Gun movie means a lot to me. And we finally got this one. And it wasn't just resting on nostalgia. It gave us a lot of meat and potatoes with it. And I'm totally okay with somebody being like, yeah, that film's not that good. But I fucking loved it. God damn did I love it. Five stars. Nice. Nice. I got it down. I got it down in my forty-six, and I agree with a lot of things. That you oh, just beat Chippendales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> just beat Chippendale. Uh, I know. I I think this movie's fun. It's it, it it's tropey, but it plays with the tropes in a fun way. It does a lot of like just straight up remaking the first one. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> like, oh my god! Like it it is it is the film that it needed to be. Yes for the time it needed to be that film and uh yeah no tom tom cruise is insane um, <laughs> he is insane the, he's clinically insane the fact that he was like all right so i'm gonna produce this movie we're gonna actually actually fly fucking airplanes around <laughs> like we're not we're not doing any of this uh, sitting in a cockpit and moving the camera around. No, we're we're fucking flying airplanes. <laughs> yeah, I don't care one way or another about James Corden, but did you see him when he like he met James Corden out on like a airfield? Yes, I saw that clip. Mm-hmm. No. It was it's hilarious. I mean, it's like 12 minutes of Tom Cruise just <laughs> torturing James Corden with all the shit oh, he's doing. That actually sounds delightful. Oh, I dude, it's would amazing. love yes. to see that. Yes. James Corden being tortured is like on my top 10 <laughs> list of 2023. So, yeah. I'll I'll try to remember to send that to you. Excellent. Uh this is a fun movie. I enjoyed it. I will watch it. You should. Me too. You should. I, I will. I, I again. It's it's a movie that I I know is a theater film, so I am going to watch it somehow on my VR headset. Yeah. So that uh, I can watch it in a theater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Try try to do theater experience as best you can. Yeah. I I don't know how this is going to play on TV. Yeah. Well, Paul, what's your number three? Uh, my I number three. this time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. My number three, and uh, I'll stick with my Alan Tudyk of saying the titles of films. R R. Are nice. <laughs> it is the most movie that ever movie. <laughs> I don't I, even know how to put it any other way. I saw the trailer. I need to watch it again. This has just been the list of Jonathan. You need to watch. Like I fucking know. Um, yeah, uh, but that I'll, is on the top of the list. I will tell you right now that any. Anything that you have seen for this movie is a probably a pretty good representation of exactly how batshit crazy it is, <laughs> because it starts batshit crazy and it just continues to be batshit crazy until the credits roll. It, and it's three hours long and it's three hours of nonsense that I love. It. <laughs> nice. And we you uh, you think it's going to get top uh, foreign? Uh, I think I I think it'll be in I forget what they call it now international film. I, I think it'll be in the category. It's up for Globe right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think it's too big an international film to ignore, but yeah. the Academy's not always very smart. So, yeah, I'm hoping to see it there. I don't know if it'll win because I'm hearing amazing things about EO, and I need to see that film. Mm-hmm. I remember the day you told us about RRR, and uh and and then like weeks later, people were like, "Oh my god, this movie's amazing!" And now it's you know, like you said, it's Golden Globe nominated. It's highly yep. rated. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad it got that kind of a reception. Yeah, I, I was tracking this film for months before it finally I was finally able to see it. And Jesus Christ, this nice. 
Yeah. It's everything it needed to be. Uh, everything that Trav said about uh, Top Gun Top Maverick Gun. is RRR. It, <laughs> I, I, I don't know that I cried during this. I didn't cry during Top Gun Maverick. Sorry, Tram. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I cried during this, but uh, it, it definitely got me pumping the fists. And I, I wish I would have seen it in, in a screening, especially apparently in like Indian neighborhoods in New York, because... There's like dancing in front of the screen. Uh, it's been nominated for best song at the Golden Globes and um, uh, the Critics' Choice Awards for Natu Natu. So I'm I'm just ready. I'm I'm ready for this film to win a bunch of awards this year. Ready. Season. Your body is ready. Yes. All right, Jonathan. Yeah. What's your number two? My number two is one I wonder I share, but we'll find out. It's weird. The Al Yankovic story. Okay. Mm. I should have brought this up. Uh, earlier, I have two films that I have decided not to quote unquote rank this year because they're too special to be ranked on my list. And that's kind of why I thought I it was a maybe might be your number two, only because yeah, it, a bias it, is it, there. It it is technically my shared number one, but again, I don't. It, <laughs> it's it's too good. Uh, I'm too biased. I can't separate myself how I feel about Weird Al to. <laughs> uh, rank this properly. Uh, the mm-hmm. other film, if anybody's interested, is Blue's Big City Adventure. Okay. It is one of the greatest things that's never existed. Um, and I did cry during that film for about <laughs> half of it. Um, but anyway, Jonathan, you were saying. <laughs> yeah. So, Weird, the Al Yankovic story, is basically what I hope to be a trend of generational UHFs. Yes. <laughs> I hope we get at least one more <clears throat> separated in the exact same span of time. It was a perfect movie. It, it, I think I've watched it three times now. Hell it's yeah. Been out for a month. <laughs> nice. I, 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 I need to rewatch it now. Yeah. It's just, it's so gorgeously weird Al in, mm-hmm. in every possible way. Like I'd like to imagine that if UHF came out now, it would still be this movie. It, it would it would still be just Al knowing exactly what his audience wants right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I don't know, man. I, how much more can you say about it? Because it's fucking weird. Is it a is it a great film in a classical sense? Yes, yes, it fucking is. Absolutely in every fucking way. <laughs> like yeah, it, it it's it, it's it's detriment is the fact that it was only a a, a Roku movie. And I hope yeah. this and movie gets put in theaters for everyone to go, okay, yeah, that was fucking awesome. And I love that it's a Roku movie because that just adds to its weirdness. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and was it like also just Weird Al? Somebody bitched to like Weird Al on Twitter was to say, hey, I don't have the Roku channel. And he's like, it's free. Pirate it. Like, oh, get it. Like, he's like, if you, if you don't have Roku, then download it. I feel like you could just go to the Roku channel.com and watch it. Like, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a free movie. Chill yeah. out. <laughs> so, Roku, a Roku's $20. That's less than you would spend going to I the mean, movie. I mean, the chance of you <laughs> buying a TV that doesn't come with a built-in Roku anyways. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, bro, and again, Paul was right. If you literally go to the Roku channel dot Roku dot com, create an account and you can watch it. So, I mean, <laughs> for free, for yeah. free, for free, along with whatever other stuff they Roku has paid for. Yeah. And, 
correct me if I'm wrong, everything on Roku is ad free too, correct? Uh, uh, no, no, there's ads. No. No. Oh, okay. Is there ads in the Weird Al movie though? There were ads in the yep, movie. But it's for free. They were very well placed though. Yeah. I'd well, that's that. the yeah. worst. Not like, not like when Pluto the ad TV. comes in mid sentence. Oh, yeah. fuck. Pluto TV. Yeah. <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> We don't got time to sift through all these movies and find a spot. I'm watching the Sixth yeah. Sense, I see <laughs> cricket wireless. <laughs> I see Valtrex for your herpes. Get Selkimab. <sighs> yeah, but other than that, I, it just it was casted fucking perfect. And, and how often do you get to see Emo Phillips anymore? Mm. I know, yeah. right? Like it. I, I loved that. How often do you get to see Conan O'Brien playing uh, Andy Warhol? Right. <laughs> yeah, the cameos in it were perfect, and yeah, we're uh, just yeah. All right, Zach, what's your number two? My number two. I'm, I'm feeling some tickles around here. I'm feeling. I'm feeling some vibes. I've still only seen it once, so my number two is a. Uh, you know, maybe it deserves better. But it's everything, everywhere, all at once. And it was a lot to take in one viewing. And again, I I still don't think I fully process it. It's at times, like, it's like, is this too goofy for me right now to be taking it seriously like I should? But then it but then it switches vibes and then it is completely serious and handling the emotional stuff the way it should. Um yeah, I, I I'm gonna pause my thoughts because I think some p- other people might have thoughts. Okay. I think you might be. It's a good call. Hey, Trav, what's your number two? Number two? Um, well, technically, this movie came out in Japan in 2021, but we didn't get it over here into the States until about January. And that is Bell, the um, yeah, the new um, Hosada film, which, nice. uh, I mean, if you don't know who that is, look it up. But uh, yeah, dude, this movie is absolutely incredible the soundtrack is stunning um i cry like a baby watching this film watched it with my kids both times kylie mcneil does the english voice for the main character and this is one of the films where i can say the english voice cast is better than the original she sings those songs so beautifully it's just so good that's on my so watch good. list i haven't seen it yet yeah i gotta I got go it's on, on the maxis nice watch it i just the the previews and the posters and all the colors i'm just like oh my gosh i want to eat it it's like candy <laughs> yeah, it's so good if you're a fan of all of his other you know girl who leapt through time boy and mm. the beast oh yeah um mira or however you pronounce that drawing a blank on some others but yeah yeah. He's kind of got the same kind of running themes type uh, in all of his films. They're all kind of the same as far as how bright and colorful and joyful they are. And also yeah. like super layered and complex. So, dude, it's just it's an incredible fucking film. Nice. So, like I said, it came out in January. I saw it probably like February, March, and it still has stuck with me. So. Awesome. Yeah, all right. Well, Paul. I, I haven't seen that movie, so I, I don't have it ranked. The worst the worst God, you should watch more movies i really should <laughs> I, i've been i've been slacking slacking jacking all right well what's I your should. number two paul uh my number two uh, uh i i gotta get out of the alan tudyk thing but um it's our the fables 
Uh, uh, number Fableman's my number two. That film is incredible. It's uh, Spielberg's best movie since Spielberg's last movie. I was gonna uh, say, the, was it was it his last one last year ranked in your top five too? I believe it was my number two. Yeah. <laughs> Back to back twos. Uh, no, he his, yeah. West Side Story was beautiful. Uh, this movie's beautiful. Uh, that there's that one scene in the hallway with the uh, the bully that I think is one of the oh, yeah, finest so, moments in film of the decade. Scene. Uh, I I think the Fablemans is going to rank probably in my top ten of the decade if if nothing else manages to swoop in and destroy that. Uh, it. Spielberg is amazing. Yeah. He he knows how to lay on the schmaltz. He knows how to lay on the kind of saccharine syrupiness and make it feel as commonplace uh, as anything else that's happening in the movie. And Tony Kushner's script is beyond incredible. And this, this should be in everybody's top five. Uh, if it's yeah. not, I don't know what's wrong with you. Judd Hirsch. Oh, Judd Hirsch. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. He's so good in this movie. Uh, yes. it's nice, nice to see Dano in a good movie this year. Got, um, um, we didn't bring this up when Zach was talking about it, but we got. Well, that, I, I was not really saying we too were, much about we, it. We, we were trying not wink, to wink, nod, nod, but no, I don't know. It was, it was like a surprise cameo sort of thing. Uh, okay. uh, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to hamper your enjoyment of the film, but it's a kind yeah. of it's the kind of thing that when it shows up and you don't know it's about to show up, it just kind of cranks it into a different level. Yeah. You said crank. crank. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Christmas uh, the cranks. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what a terrible film that is. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. No. Um, brilliant. Brilliant film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everything that Spielberg's doing. And this is quite perfect. Uh, yeah. Please move. All right. Well, uh, Zach, what's your number one? My number one? <laughs> I know why he's saving it. I, I know. It. Yep. <laughs> um, so uh, my number one, very, very m- me kind of feeling. And I'm very fresh off of it because Paul said I just watched it. Banshees of Inner Sharon. Oh, God, it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's it. It was everything I wanted it to be. That that's a, the theme with a lot of these picks. You know, if I sit down, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this movie, and I have a a little bit of an expectation, or I try not to have too much these days, but mm-hmm. it it met my expectations. And he McDonough just continues to walk those lines of comedy and bleakness, and and having something that on the surface it can just look like kind of a wacky concept, but it really it's delving deep into the depths of the human condition and soul and stuff. Yeah. And um, there's parts I laughed. There was parts where I like legitimately got upset. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Jenny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's so good. And I highly recommend it. Yeah. yeah I yeah. definitely want to see it for sure. It's, yeah. it's in my top five. I want to see before the end of the year. <laughs> Same. Yeah, but move move it as close to number one as you can because it's absolutely worth it. Oh, well, number one is Tar, so you know. I said as close to number one as you can. Yeah. <laughs> There's my number one. All right, excellent. Uh, Trav, I got a question for you. What's up? Uh, I'm kind of curious on your number one. Did you say yours? Nope. No, he's, no, he's saving it. it and I, I wonder know why if the three of you all have the same number one. 
Uh, okay, well, I know me and Paul do, so I was going to combine ours. But Well, that's kind of what then, I'm looking at. Then we're all combining it. <laughs> okay. That's what Jonathan's getting at right you now. You say it on the yeah. count of three? Nope, I'm just going to say have Paul go last. So, Paul, go oh. ahead. <laughs> well, hold on. Before we give this away, have you seen Doctor Strange? Because you, you said Thor, you said Black Panther, but I didn't hear Doctor Strange in your top five, and I don't know if it's because you think those are better movies or you haven't seen it. I've seen Doctor Strange. I don't know what's wrong with you right now. <laughs> I also have it higher than Thor, but I understand. It's not even just higher than Thor. It's the best Marvel movie since Black Panther. I don't remember a thing from that movie. Because it was so wild. It was. I remember enjoying my time. I've also seen it four times this year. So I, I, I think I think if Marvel would have <clears throat> completely left Raimi alone to make a Raimi movie, it would yeah. be in my top ten. But yeah, it, that we, movie Raimied when it Raimied it Raimied. But what you're yeah, saying but, is that it had restraints on it, and it was still somehow better than ninety percent of Marvel movies. Is is all I'm saying. I don't. I don't know. I'd say ninety percent. Uh, 84 75 i just i can't remember much of the movie i, I really need or i remember the goats i i really <laughs> need to sit down and uh and like re-rank all the films yeah uh, i just got finished watching not too long ago like phase one through three all over again and, and I, think I was phase like one i kind of have to stop i think I like, phase one isn't that good outside of iron man to be honest with you like, I, it's I think kinda... captain america is the best one in phase one yep <laughs> Better than I like Captain America. Not better than Iron Man, though. Oh, better than Iron yeah, Man. better than Iron Man. First Captain Thor. America was boring to me. Thor is hot. It's, it's so good. Loved it. I don't know. I, I like half of it. Thor, Thor, Thor bored wig, the shit out of me. That wig is horrendous. <laughs> the wig, the 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 beard is weird, and um, uh, I, I just and thought the beard is weird. Ted Cruz and and what's her terrible is in it. So uh, yeah. I it, Bro, Thor was shit on her. So <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't if she was any good at anything. <laughs> Thor uh, okay. one was probably the most formulaic Marvel movie of them all. Yeah, and it I can, just yeah. bugged the shit out of me for that. So, but no, yeah. the first yeah, Captain I, America is really yeah. I like yeah. First Avenger. I think it's good, especially the villain. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I All think right, I agree. On so on one, let's go ahead and say what our number one is. So three, three two, two, one. Everything, everything everywhere, everywhere all at once. once. What? What did you say? <laughs> Morbius, right? Yeah. Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. I mean, it My came new back film. again. I, I mean, who? how do you not have the greatest film of the year look, and not go, let's re-release it the same fucking year, guys. Let's give it a take two for you to see it again. I loved it so much that I got rid of our personal care provider and got Dr. Michael Morbius put it as my personal care provider. I'm considering it because mine's retiring. (laughs) Mine's retiring. We might have the same personal care provider then. (laughs) I have never heard of somebody losing their doctor because they retired. Ever. He's leaving the practice because of bullshit politics, probably. Yeah, but yes, everything, everywhere, all at once is the number one film of the year, uncontested and unanimously. So, yep, we um, all agree. We all agree that Sausage Fingers is where it's at. Yes. As uh, as funny as all that stuff is, and as great as all that stuff is, uh, dude, it's one of the serious, most in depth fucking. 
I I literally just cried. Thought provoking comedy. I cried the whole that, third yeah. act, like yeah. just flat out. Essentially, yeah. twenty minutes of crying. The rock scene fucking broke me. Yeah, dude. How you can mine such emotion out of rocks with googly eyes is <laughs> got to be a feat unto itself. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you can hear them talking in in your head. Like it is so. This movie, I'm I'm hard pressed to find a better written movie in all of cinema ever. I I, I struggle to get friends to see this movie because at any point, any singular moment in this film without context makes zero fucking sense. Yep. If you say go see this movie where you will philosophically question everything because of an everything bagel. <laughs> and have that be a focal point a, a, a just the epicenter of the film and then and, hail, hail bagel hail bagel hail bagel my my one problem and you know again this is something that <laughs> paul, <laughs> paul hey look I man I, about, I took a i took a lot of time shitting on the batman so exactly uh, well within his right go on i will say this this flip-flopped over the top of batman as time Sat as time sat with it with me, um, but we talked about you know the expectation of greatness. I heard so many great things about this movie that I I went into it with really high expectations, and it still met most of them. But I just wasn't blown away because I was already expecting something See, great. That surprises. So, I feel like this is a movie that that no matter what it does should beat the hype. Right. Yeah, perhaps. But I, I would recommend that people go into it with just like. Just let it happen to you. Don't expect anything. Exactly. Uh, and I mean, or expect something and and get surprised. I guess. Well, yeah. you should be and, expecting to see the greatest superhero movie that's ever been made. Yes. I mean. <laughs> Fair. And, yeah. and and any film that could take me from laughing hysterically about a raccoon controlling someone like the movie <laughs> Ratatouille yes. to crying like two scenes later, just incredible. Just, yeah. Yeah. I. I, again, I struggle so hard to talk about this film because it's like you almost want to say, imagine Rick and Morty was smart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is this movie. Yeah. And imagine Rick and Morty was exactly what uh, its fan base thinks it is. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 100%. <laughs> and not like, just base level psychology. Yeah. And all the all the setups and payoffs in this film like everything that gets talked about in the movie comes back. Like nothing, no line is wasted. No, it it's it, and 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 I and I dare you, I dare you to say one person was not perfect in this film. Oh, absolutely. Right. I dare you. Yeah, uh, I, and and as I said during me talking about Tar, Michelle Yeoh is mm-hmm. my favorite performance of the entire year. Kihoi Kwan is. It's so fucking good. God damn, he's fucking amazing. And he breaks my heart in this entire fucking movie. Like I <sighs> Bro, uh I, I know it's cliche, but again, even just the line where they're, you know, in a different universe, I would love to do taxes and laundry with you type of stuff. Cause it's like mm-hmm. <sighs> there's so many layers to that. But mm-hmm. let me tell you how great this movie is. On Letterbox, when like you review something, they give it the eye. They replaced yeah. the eye with googly eyes specifically just for this film. Yeah. yeah. I worry about this movie because I know that, you know, it came out really early in the year and A24 does not market at the fuck all for the Academy. 
And I think that is going to be the only thing that doesn't like this movie will be nominated. Let it be known. This movie will be Uh, nominated. Moonlight's a 24 film, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's kind of your answer. Well, they've won an Oscar before. So yeah, it's not their thing, but but when they make a movie that incredible, it, it becomes their thing organically. Sure. I, and this is coming from somebody who hasn't seen the movie. I got a feeling Banshees is probably going to beat it just out of uh, uh, right Tar's now. taking taking things right now. Is it really? Tar, okay. Tar's think, doing a lot of cleaning up. So I we'll, got a feeling. I, I think right now we need to wait until we start seeing like who wins the Globes. Not that that's the greatest indicator, but like the Critics' Choice Award going to be the real like who takes that is going to be the front runner for the Oscars. Sure. And then whoever takes the SAG, um, most of the SAG nominations is, is usually lock for Oscars. Yeah. I, I just worry that it's too weird. Like I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, like I'd have a hard time recommending this to people over 50. Like I, I don't oh. know that. <laughs> Let me well, tell you. So like, the second Tell time, me. the second time I went to go see this in theaters, mm-hmm. an old couple was sitting a couple s- slots down from me, having the time of their life. This old lady Good. was, you know, laughing and you know making little comments to her husband, and they were the cutest little old couple, and they were having a blast watching this film. Wait, and I was like, "Good, I'm glad." That's way better than the old couple that that was in the theater when I saw the Fablemans. They were so quiet. (laughs) I uh, how dare they? This is a movie I really, 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 really want to watch with my wife, but know that I'll be pausing it every five to ten minutes (laughs) with answering questions. (laughs) I keep telling Leanne I want to watch this with her, but I need to watch it with her. Like I'm like, you need to not have devices you need to not right uh, don't, don't be, be editing pictures yeah don't yeah. be editing on your your laptop you need to put you the phone can't, away yeah you cannot miss anything because you're then that's when i'll start answering questions like the whole time and i'm sure i'll answer questions but it's going to be way worse if she's on her but on that's her why i still love going to the theater because yeah, there's too. something about the theater where you don't you respect you put the it. phone away there's like some un unlaw thing that like you just respect the theater you put your phone away sure, marty tells an you. asshole every now mm-hmm. and then oh, yeah. oh I, I will call out those assholes you know jamie lee curtis isn't that good in this movie i'm sorry what the fuck did you just say <laughs> she's all right she's so good no, that i didn't even I, know she, that was her in the movie I, until after the look, movie not only is she great but i think she's so good that she should legally change her name to deidre bobedra <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't think she's been this sexy since True Lies. That I don't think be she's ever been lie. sexy. Uh, <laughs> that's that's, just me. that's a wrong that, opinion. That, that is a very wrong opinion. <laughs> I was just saying that to get a rise out of people. She was I I had no problem with. Well, apparently I just, they I just wanted uh, to say they that already her got a rise. Cedra Bobidra. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Well, that's our top 5 for the year. Anybody want to give some uh terrible quick lists on your bottoms? Yeah, Not really because they're just so horrible. Let's like, yeah. why am I even going to uh, let's let's each do our uh, five all at once. We'll, we'll yeah. go through that. We'll speed run it. Yeah, let's speed yeah. run it. All right. I don't so. I don't I don't really have, unfortunately. Well, OK, OK, <laughs> well, well, let me give you my bottom five because I saw 10 and I want to say all 10. OK, so 
Uh, yeah, my number six was Turning Red, uh, so it just got beat out by Chippendale. Uh, my number seven was Doctor Strange. Again, I just don't remember much of it, and yeah. Uh, my number, what was that, six, seven, eight, is The Atom Project. Uh, I did love that movie, though. I enjoyed the beginning and the it's end a, of that movie. It's a cute Because I fell asleep in the middle. Uh, my number nine is Morbius, and my worst movie of the year, Clerks 3. Mm. I haven't seen it. I have no intentions of rushing. Dude, and I no, love I Kevin, Kevin Smith is an, is an idol and don't see Clerks 3. Have you seen Clerks? Have you seen Clerks 2? Well, of course. You've seen Clerks 3. Uh, well, Clerks. after how horrible Jane Silent Bob remake was. It, it was honestly worse. And Somehow. Jane Silent Bob was worse content. Clerks 3 was just a bad movie. Just, right. just in every way. Jane no, Silent was. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. Jay and Silent Bob was just a bad movie all around. Clark's three was a bad movie that also tried to prey on both your nostalgia and your feelings for clerks. Yeah. For your love of specifically that franchise. Right. Right. And, and while, uh, Jay and Silent Bob shamelessly just mines the entire viewisk universe for, for, "Quote unquote laughs that it doesn't get." Um, clerks, clerks is like, oh, I also want you to feel something. It's like, no, just do stupid dick jokes. Shut the yeah. fuck up. It's nighttime. It's nighttime. Yep. So mm. that's my list. Zach, you got at least a worst film for the year. Well, I haven't really gone out of my way to see films that I didn't think I would like. So my worst ranked is still a film that I liked okay, and it was Sonic the Hedgehog two because I took my kids to see it and we had fun. <laughs> Nice. Song that I talked to also got three and a half stars from, from me. Zach. From Zach, it it did actually get three. And no, half. it got two and a half stars for me because that yeah, that's fucking right. sucks. Uh, I loved it. I loved Song. I, I like it okay. Oh, right. I you know I don't know that I gave any of these movies five stars that we've talked about. My my top nine are five stars. My top two might get eventually on rewatches. Yeah, what's your five trap? So if we're talking bottom, I mean, I'm literally just gonna name you movies that aren't in theaters, they're on streaming platforms, or they're VOD, and they're just horrible movies, but on a one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so number five at the bottom is The King's Daughter. That shit was god-awful. God-awful. I, I mean... That. I have that my 108. Dude, horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's sitting at my 137th spot, followed by The Twin, which is a Shutter film that is insanely just... St- not stupid in a good way. It is just dumb. Um, pursuit with your boy um, John Cusack, who, if you listen to the other podcast, you know I will shit on John Cusack all day. He fucking sucks. Um, He's your cat, Dennings. Dude. <laughs> uh, sitting at the number two spot. What am I doing? Uh, my 140th spot is Rebel Wilson's senior year on Netflix. It it's so bad that I tried to watch it twice and I still couldn't get through the movie. Like I didn't restart it over. I picked it up where I left off and said, okay, I can't fucking watch anymore again. And I had to turn it off. (laughs) Rebel Wilson is hot fucking garbage. She's not funny. I don't understand why I'm so poor and she's so rich. Cause she (laughs) is so fucking terrible at literally everything. It is so bad. 
And the worst movie I've seen this year is The Legend of La Llorona. I gave it a half a star. It's got fucking Danny Trejo in it. This literally looks like a film that somebody filmed on their iPhone outside. The fact that this movie had a budget is fucking laughable. I don't know who decided to waste their money. This movie fucking sucks. Nice. And that's the worst film of the year. The Legend of fucking La Llorona. It's fun to listen to. All right. Oh, well, I guess I guess I'll go with my five. Uh, Trav, we're in agreement on pursuit. That is my number. That is my. Oh, it's so terrible. It, it is. Like what happened to Emil Hirsch? Yeah, uh, a lot mm. of things apparently. Uh, <laughs> um, he he's not going to Cusack's really phoning it in. It's terrible. It's phoning terrible. it in, or that's really just the best he's got because he fucking sucks. Uh, see, I don't agree with you. I think he's very. I think he. He's great. Uh, well, not great, but he's he's good. He he could be used properly. He is not used properly here. Uh, my number one fifteen, number four, the worst is uh, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which oh I that only, was horrendous, horrendous, and I only gave it half a star because uh, Leatherface pops out of a pool like a dolphin, and it's amazing. <laughs> <That's> so awesome! <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. You have to. So- you had to sit through this whole shitty movie just to watch him pop out of a pool like a dolphin, and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, okay. All right. So my my bottom three are so bad, I, I couldn't even finish the movies. They were just so offensively bad that uh, Big Gold Brick. Oh, yeah. I could. I wasn't. I was like, yeah, I think I'm a pass on that one. Yeah, I. I. It sounded. It's like this is a good cast, and this sounds like an interesting concept. And whoa, this is way too cutesy for its own good and i just do not have any interest in finishing this that one i got about 45 minutes into before i turned it off so uh my number 117 joe thought it'd be a really funny idea to download and watch the movie family camp which is a christian comedy starring <laughs> the skit guys which Dude, is apparently i've seen a that. thing <laughs> The skit guys are not funny. Um, they're <laughs> don't know. This, this is not good. Uh, I I had to turn this off because after about thirty minutes, I my brain started leaking out of my nose. Um, but that movie is uh, Citizen Kane compared to The Bubble, one of the worst films I've oh, ever that's, seen. That's like, insane. Bottom barrel bullshit it's not funny it's trying it, it it is it is uh not good i i can't even think of funny things because as soon as the movie enters my brain it shuts down uh it's terrible god and i made it i made it through about 20 minutes of the film <laughs> i'm looking at this picture of the skit guys now and i can't believe they're not hilarious the yeah the way- <laughs> right yeah can, can you not believe it um, ah we're so funny <laughs> so so I was told maybe I need to give this a second shot because I heard some people say it was actually a funny movie, The Bubble. So I watched about 15 minutes of it a second time and couldn't make it through that 15 minutes without wanting to stab my eyes out because it is terrible. So do you think does, Judd Apatow's lost? Yeah, it? I was about to say. Does so? Does Judd Apatow just need to stop? Like uh, he and Kevin Smith need to just go retire and what, hang out. No, in the what, pool. what did he specifically no. do on this film? He's he, the director. Yeah, he directed. Oh, film. He direct, yeah. oh my god, no! And I just watched his. Well, because he also got King King of Staten Island was his last movie before this. I like King of Staten Island. Eh. I'm not. I'm. I'm not here saying King of Staten Island was the greatest film of last year. It like was probably in my like 50 spot, but yeah. I think it's good. 
Him and uh, Pam Brady wrote that movie, and he directed. Oh, um, and yeah, uh, that I don't know if he's lost it, but he certainly didn't have it on this film. This film <laughs> is way too fucking precious. Like it is big gold brick, but the bubble. Um, <laughs> the bubble. Uh, I I sometimes give things half a star. Because it doesn't rank really well if you give it no stars. So this has half a star on Letterboxd. But rest assured, if I could give this negative five stars, I would. Uh, this might be in my bottom 20 films of all time. Yeah, wow. that, that's real harsh. Like Cat Catwoman feels like uh, feels like uh, something much better. I can't even think of clever things. I'm telling you, this movie just <laughs> has killed my brain cells. Nice. The Wubble Bubble sucks. I will say... Um, I just want to spend like two, three minutes talking real quick about disappointments this year. And Kevin Hart, massive disappointment this year between Man from Toronto and what's the fucking other film he had on Netflix, too? Oh, I don't even know. Whatever it was, very between that and the stand up that he had last year of him in his living room, just very mediocre since yeah. the pandemic. Kevin Hart has not been hitting home runs yeah for me. he's had some bad commercials and he looks like he's in a lot of pain in those wawa signs where he's holding his sandwich <laughs> i'm like kevin are you okay man from toronto is at my number 95 sonic think, the hedgehog 2 is at my number 102 i gave it two stars not okay two i got man from toronto <laughs> at 91 so nice yeah uh, great I sonic i have sonic the hedgehog 2 under the ice age adventures of buck wild there you go you have no interest in seeing that so I did. I like the Ice Age. Movie. Not gonna lie, the the poster on that one makes me kind of want to watch it because those weasel guys look kind of badass. On the Buckwild? Yeah. <laughs> and it's Simon Pegg. No, oh, is it? Yeah. Well, not all Simon Pegg is good. Simon Pegg. This this certainly isn't a very good movie, but it's better than <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog too. Mm. Fair enough. Oh, Me Time was the other one with fucking Mark Wahlberg. God, that was oh, legitimately that terrible. I, oh, it was terrible. Bother. Didn't even. Bother. Absolutely terrible. And yeah. Hellraiser was terrible too. Hellraiser. Fuck Hellraiser! Was bad. So I disappointed. Haven't seen that. Uh, disappointing. on watching. Disappointing films for me this year. Ticket to Paradise. I was really hoping to enjoy it. I didn't. You know, I wasn't expecting everything everywhere all at once or anything. But I was expecting to at least have a good time watching it. And True. I did not. It's not very good. Uh, the Firestarter remake is terrible. Absolutely <laughs> atrocious. I want to say I was disappointed in Halloween Ends, but I don't like either of the other films in this series, so I guess that's that. Um, and uh, one thing I want to ask is, I mean, we still got a couple more weeks left of this year. Anything you guys kind of want to see that's not been released yet that I might I, make waves? I'm excited for Puss in Boots, the, the, <laughs> the new one. I'm very excited about that film. I, I do have. I'm very excited, but <laughs> I have one. Well, thing I that... would. Travis. <laughs> 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 I have one film that kind of hit my disappointment list, but I still liked it. Um, Three thousand years of longing. Oh, which, that's. I thought it was good, but it it needed the en energy of everything everywhere but all at once. She has of... another one. Oh yeah, um, um, the Eternal Daughter. Yeah, it, mm. I haven't seen it yet. I don't even know if it's technically out. In theaters yet, or if it was just a film Turn festival daughter. release. Three thousand years of longing is my number twenty-two. Yeah, um, I wanted this. I really want. Love to how it. fucking horny that film is. I liked Beast with Idris yeah. Elba. Like, mm. it wasn't great or anything. And also, 
Woman King was really good. It's my number 23. I was going to say, I know you just recently saw it, and I was like, okay, finally. Yeah, yeah. really good. Love really it. good. Uh, yeah. Prey, the new Predator film, fucking rules. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. I'm, I'm with Jesus. Uh, can't last Sunday, and I'm ready to fucking watch. I'm ready yeah, to, I can't oh, wait yeah, for that to come out on crazy. Friday. Which one? Uh, Glass Onion. The oh, yo, I can't wait for you to see it. It's so good. Yeah. It is also, my number 20. Nice. Dude. Oh, I put uh-huh. those things back up top. So I'm sorry. Everything I said is two, two spots higher. So Glass Onion is my number 18. 3,000 Years of Longing is in my top 20 currently. And Woman King's 21. There nice. you go. Gotcha. If y'all haven't heard of this movie, Skinamarink. <laughs> I want to see that really. <laughs> I am so ready to see this film. I need to see I saw this. the poster. Yes, I can't wait. Looks crazy, Not but seen anything yeah. about this? Um, my mom used to sing that song to me when I was little. <laughs> <Scan him out. laughs> I used to watch that's the actually show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the first songs that Evelyn learned. How to sing, so. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. My Keep first song. I still know this because they always talk about it. Was Farrah Jacker. Wow. Okay. There you go. I used I to think just sing it all the time. Yeah. I think. Uh, the first song I learned how to sing was It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> um, also, I do want to see eman- Emancipation. On I do too. Apple I need, TV to, would I need to watch that before I cancel my Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah. Will Smith does look like he's putting on a fucking incredible performance in it. Sure. Along with, um, who's the other dude? Ben Foster. I love mm-hmm. Ben Foster. Ben yeah. He's always great. And... We only got a couple. Well, by the time this comes out, will it already be out? No, but it'll be soon. It'll be like a week from now when this drops. Megan, your boy is ready. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to lie, Megan. dude. I'm so stoked. I, I love Malignant, so I am ready for this fucking movie. Yeah, this is going to be <laughs> wild. I, that might be. I don't generally do horror in the theaters. I might go see that. In the but theaters. it looks like such camp horror. It this thing's going to be schlocky as shit, and I'm okay, ready sure. for it. I mean, the whole trailer is nothing but a meme. Yes. Yes. So and I've I'm, been I'm hoping the whole movie time. is nothing. But Zach, have you seen this trailer yet? I don't watch those kind of movies. You, you should watch the trailer. Dude. <laughs> you need to watch the trailer. It's don't, Megan. Uh, yeah. It's M- Uncanny Valley, M- the movie. M3 GAN. Mithrigan. Okay. The Stallion. Yes. Yes. Mithrigan the Stallion. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up here as we are wrapping up the year. <laughs> My name is Jonathan Pierce. You can find me on the Twitter, Twitch, and the TikToks at Altorn underscore Occam. Zach, where can we find you? Find me on Critiker, Zach Master, X-A-K-K-M-A-S-T-E-R, TikTok at House Havoc, Letterbox by searching my name, Trav. Hey, you can find me on Instagram at ZK Audio. I'm also on the Twitter, TikTok, and Letterbox at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-C-K. And you can listen to me every Tuesday on the Love and Up with Benjamin Banks podcast. Woo! Pauly. You could follow me at Shark Dress Men on uh, TikTok, where Joseph Tappy and I are covering shark-related content. And you can follow me at Father the Fear across the platforms of Twitter and Letterboxd, where I am keeping a constant tally of all the films I watch. And uh, Trav brought it up, but I'm going to bring it back up. The Woman King is mm-hmm. locking excellent. Uh, Viola Davis rules. Yeah. Gina Prince-Bythewood is an amazing writer and director. I, I don't. She didn't write this one, but she 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 directed it. Um, yeah, this movie is 
fucking amazing and everybody's great in it and john boyega makes me wonder how gay i really am because god fucking damn it that man is gorgeous not even just that he also he also had break in this year how many different performances can this guy give i mean this guy can literally do it all breaking three no electric beagley unfortunately it's unfortunately (laughs) there's a g in this breaking oh Uh, (laughs) which is Uh, yeah, it sh- it should be the third film. And- Can we get a break in three? Breaking the law, breaking the law. Only if it does star John Boyega, then I'm in. Oh yeah, no, that I'm definitely. I want break in three, stomp the yard too. So, <laughs> um, yeah, see that movie. Uh, and Zach, what are we watching next? We're gonna week? take a we're gonna take a break for a week. Ah, uh, yes, Christmas break. Then we'll come back and we'll be watching that uh, Rakakuni. Rakakuni. Which uh, it's not a bunch of stuff, but you can you know stream it on Disney Disney Plus or borrow my copy that uh, I think I took from Paul. Maybe yeah, I think you took all the Pixar. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So catch us uh, if you if you miss some episodes, go back and listen to those. Yeah, unless you did listen it on purpose. Fuck you. <sighs> Shout out to our listeners in Canada. Yeah, in Brazil and the Bahamas and the Philippines. <laughs> I I guess we have Justin Robar to thank for. Our oh, Canadian yeah. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him some elbows. Throw them. All right. Elbows. So, uh, hey, Trav. Hey. Thanks a lot for producing the podcast. You're welcome, Jonathan. Yes, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we also like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You show. Show. Yeah, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Oscars and Pod on Facebook, the Oscars Podcast. So, get subscribed to the podcast. Leave us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the almighty algorithm. Almighty algorithm. Almighty. 2022. Goodbye. (laughs) Very nice. So, for Trav, Jonathan, and Zach, and Mathrigan, we would like for you all to have a damn fine day.